from the land of adventure and diversity. These are the stories of extraordinary Africans, only on Faces of Africa. The Swahili coast, also known as the East African coastline, has been an area of ancient commerce and culture for over a millennium. Yvonne O'War is an award-winning author who has written a book inspired by the Swahili coast. Muamaka Sharifa is a Kenyan-born Chinese-trained medical doctor who stands as a testament to the diverse connection the region has with the outside world. While Caesar Bita is an underwater archaeologist who has been scarring the depths of the Indian Ocean in search of artifacts that tell the ancient history of the region. These individuals, each with their own quest for historical discovery, find themselves drifting towards an ocean that causes their paths to cross. The Dragonfly Sea is a story about a stubborn, lonely, isolated little girl, Ayana, who lives on Pate Island, who is on a quest for the one thing her mother can't provide her with, a father. Multi-award-winning author Yvonne Ward lives in Nairobi, but today is traveling to Lamu to revisit the people and places that gave inspiration to her book in a journey where fiction meets with reality. And in the process of her growing up on the island with her adopted father, all sorts of things happen. All the histories we have heard about associated with Pate. So I was very curious, interested about that. And then the final one is linked to the return of the Chinese to Africa. Uh, and again through this little island and, and linking that to an old, old history of Pate Island hosting sailors that survived a shipwreck who then formed their own settlement on, on this island. I was pointing to the fact that these aspects of our very rich, very old, deep histories have been uh, neglected and forgotten. After arriving in Lamu, Yvonne is making her way to Pate Island. The Pate experience starts right when you turn to the, uh, to the right and step down the jetty to take the boat to Pate Island. And then you take off and you enter into the Mkanda Channel, a mango-fringed natural channel, one of the most beautiful in the world and you're suddenly aware that you are not in a place that your mind or your imagination prepared you for. And everything after that just, uh, you know, unfolds. The, the, the water, the mangroves, uh, the landscape, the people as well. The, and the idea that you're entering into a world where the rules of the normal world, the outside world you have just left, no longer apply. Vestiges of this story start long, long ago when I was working in Zanzibar and discovered a couple of things. First of all, my ignorance of the length and depth of the African history associated with the Swahili Seas, what some of you call the Indian Ocean. 
and that included uh, the African relationships and connections with China and the Chinese that are also probably worth a thousand years. Stimulated by that and linked to the, all the drama that was being built around the Chinese return to Africa, I was curious about what is the, you know, the, the East African response and run into the story, uh, the 2005 story of Muamaka Sharifa, uh, the little girl from Pate Island who, through DNA testing, was proven to be a descendant of one of the Chinese uh, sailors that survived the wreck of the last voyage of Zheng He, the admiral, the great Chinese admiral, who used to visit these parts of the world. And, and I, I, was, I was amazed that we were not doing more with it, um, both as, Af as Africans and I think the, and as Kenyans. And ultimately, the character of a little girl growing up on this island who ends up going to China um, as a kind of descendant, uh, yes, evolves. One day in 1992, four generations later, under dark purplish-blue clouds, this fleeting being settled on the mangrove-fringed southwest coast of a little girl's island. Dusk stalked the Lamu archipelago's largest and sullenest island and signaled to a people who were willing to cohabit with tragedy, trusting that time transformed even cataclysms into echoes. The shipwrecked Chinese settled in Siu and Shanga villages of Pate Island. Although ancient trades, such as traditional boat making and metal smelting, are slowly fading away, there are a few people who are still practicing the trade here. No Siu is rich with the very ancient, you know, things and culture. So we have the fort whereby people can come and visit. We have the tombs, which were, you know, originally said to be for the Chinese, so they can come and see. We have so many things to see around, and not just in Siu, even in Pate. You know, we are still uh, living in that traditional way. You know, so many things have changed, but still there are those typical things that are still there. Muamaka Sharifa is one of the descendants of the Chinese settlers. Her discovery as a descendant of the shipwrecked Chinese has unraveled many hidden truths about China's ancient connections to Africa. Well, in the beginning, actually, the Chinese didn't just come to me or to our family. The Chinese came all over Pate Island to find their people, like who, the, who, like who stayed here after the, the, the shipwreck. So another guy called Mansur brought them to our family. And they say, oh, you know, Mzee Baraka, we have uh, your visitors. They are visitors, not your visitors, like visitors who are looking for their people, and blah, blah, blah. So we would like you to talk to them. So and then later, my mom now started telling the story on how they came here and all this. So they understood that this could be the people. So one time now, they came and they took my my mom's hair, and then another time others came and took my late grandma's hair, and then they went, disappeared for years, and then they came back, they said, most likely you are the descendants of the Chinese. After the Chinese discovered us, so we had a lot of interaction with them, 
more so directly because my parents didn't go to school, they cannot read, they cannot write. So because I had finished high school, so we used to communicate. Muamaka has a doctorate in medicine, but is also trained at master's level in traditional Chinese medicine. Upon her arrival, Yvonne wastes no time and is immediately headed to the historical sites in Shanga. Uh, so the, the, the constant surprise uh, that this island delivers. The old histories, you, everywhere you walk into, you run into history. Uh, you find the ceramics from the past, yeah, you find the shards. Uh, they, there's no missing, it's age uh, and, and in a way it's mystery. The anger that I feel when you hear the stories of the vandals, mostly Europeans, including historians, who come into this space and, and just strip it of its, of its gifts. Uh, yes, you go into tombs and you steal the porcelain. And these are the same people who will come around and say that there was no civilization in this part of the world until they came along. Uh, but also my, my fury at uh, the neglect by our own government and, and, and officers who should have supervised and made sure that these uh, treasures remained in this place for posterity. Um, gosh, there's so much to be learned here. Pate itself is a book. It's a book both of history, uh, it's a book of stories, the legends, the legends that still need to be told uh, uh, as epics. I think as an artist, I immediately are struck by how, how many stories can and need to be told from here. Yvonne has finally arrived in Siu to meet up with Muamaka, the muse who inspired her book. After meeting Momaka uh, uh, and finding my own heart was so, uh, you know that whole feeling of not only do I know this person but I really really like this person and, and, and almost as if she's family, right? And it, it was very surreal, it's almost as if art, art fiction and, and, and the real world meet. Strangely enough then going home and going to her home there's a feeling you have when you're going to visit a stranger, but that feeling wasn't there. I felt I was going to visit a relative. So yeah, basically these were the tombs yes. that to be from the Chinese. So there's, some, there's someone buried in there? We presume so. Yeah, we presume yeah. so. To me, it's, it's really something that I won't forget. For Yvonne, I'm very happy. It's really a great pleasure to meet her and for her to come to see me. I think it's a very wonderful idea. I mean, from then, maybe 
you never know. We can cooperate and write many books about the island, about other things, about the culture. I think it's very good and I'm very happy for her, appreciative and being thankful. Like I think for her she's also appreciative and thankful for me. So this is your house? Yes, this is our house. We have been growing, we grew up here. Yes. My mom also grew up here. So it's your like... Your mom grew up here? Yes. How old so is the house? About? About, I don't know, since when my, my, my mom's um, grandparents lived here. So we It's over 200 been, years old, maybe? Maybe. I'm not sure oh because right now my mom is almost 70, so you can add plus her parents and, and the grandparents. Oh my goodness, yeah. oh my goodness. Yeah. And it's actually much bigger than it looks. Hi, Assalamu alaikum, mom. My mom is a good it was a very uh, interesting sensation to have. And meeting her mother, uh, uh, was, was, it was meeting a beloved, uh, like, like my mother's sister kind of thing. And she's such a delight, isn't she? And she's, such a, she's such a beautiful, beautiful soul uh, and, and a mother's mother. Uh, and so again, very easy to love. Uh, very easy to fall in love with and then being put to work you know when Momaka is introducing me and immediately being put to work in the kitchen <laughs> I think that's typical that's what my, my own mother would do immediately so they, 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 there are no lines between uh, the visitor and the visitor stops being the visitor very very quickly uh, you become a member of the household and, and you know what particularly moved me was being in that house, uh, being uh, with the with example of 200-year-old Swahili coast literature, um, uh, architecture, right? The house itself is a, is a whole book. And, and, and the, I think and also, the, again, the continuing, and, uh, you know, the continuing sense of loss that such, a, such, a, such, an, such an emblem um, is likely to be lost. Did you go to rural China? Yes, I went. When I first looked at your mom cooking, there was something about the way she was cooking that reminded me of uh, the images mm -hmm. I've seen of the older women okay. around the fire, but yes. the kind of you know in control of the in control of the space. Were they? Did you find um, if you want resonances? Well, in China, maybe in the rural, they also have, but usually they they use some, you know, not like open firewood. Fire. Okay, they so use like kiln or kiln. So, something oh, like that. Yes, yeah, yeah, so they really like to have. Yeah. So we have this. Uh, manga. It's of stone. Yeah, it's of and stone. You said, and it's older than your mom. Yes. Like this was brought with the oh, Somali great, traders. Yeah, Somali traders. You can write. <laughs> Shall I try? That's how we use it. So the bajiyas my mom make, oh, it's the make whole uh, gr uh, green, uh, gr uh, green grams yes. or the coolness. Ah. So, so she, may, she, she, may, yes. she grinds it right here? Exactly. No so we will soak so them at, uh, overnight uh. and then in the morning she will, she will wake up around 5 a.m. and she will start to grind it. Pick it, push back. <laughs> Don't, uh, Don't lift it. Yes. Eh? 
Okay. I need to also do something because it's not necessarily just Muamaka and her mother. Um, there's something of my own history here. But I also owe them a lot because of the book, right? Yeah. And being in that space and being in the space and thank goodness the space is mostly unused and, 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 and seen by tourists because there's just so much that's still innocent in terms of uh, humanity. Uh, there's something that's still real and there's something that's still beautiful. I know the visitors will come, uh, but I hope they approach the space with tenderness and kindness and openness as well. I think for me this is the most important uh, copy of the book that I'm signing and handing over um, because it's very rare that an author gets the chance to hand over the book to her or his muse, uh, or the one who inspires the story. Have you met Avon? Yeah. I said, no, I haven't. Yes. And I didn't know that, you know, a week later, I'm Imagine coming to meet you. So I was that. like, wow, thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I should say thank you. Actually, it really feels that way. I should say thank you to yeah. you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah he Thank you. Water-chasing dragonflies with forebears in northern India had hitched a ride on a sedate in between seas, morning wind, one of the monsoons in Trios. In 1992, four generations later, under dark purplish-blue clouds, these fleeting beings settled on the mango-fringed southwest coast of a little girl's island. The matlai conspired with a shimmering full moon to charge the island. Its fishermen, prophets, traders, seamen, sea women, healers, shipbuilders, dreamers, tailors, madmen, teachers, mothers, and fathers, with a fretfulness that mirrored the slow churning turquoise sea. After centuries of oral and written history, Yvonne and Muamaka have joined an archaeological expedition to explore the actual Chinese shipwreck site. The archaeological team is led by underwater archaeologist Caesar Beta, who, alongside Chinese archaeologists, has done extensive underwater surveys and excavations to locate the shipwreck site. According to historical records, the Chinese are said to have sailed an enormous fleet along the Indian Ocean and Arabian coast under the great Ming dynasty explorer, Zhang Ho. During his expeditions, he sailed to the Horn of Africa twice. But, on his last voyage, one of the ships from his fleet sank off the Lamu coast. The survivors were able to swim ashore and settled in the islands of Pate and Siu, where they intermarried with the locals and were integrated into the community. You know, it's one thing to read about it, 
But now when you're actually experiencing uh, it and you're feeling the, the, the you know, both the sun and, uh, and the sea on your body and you're there with the divers and those who have been to the wreckage, it's, 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 it's almost as if history and time fall apart and you're confronted with the reality. Everybody's kind of on board. You know, it could have been a, it could have been a movie set. <laughs> Except that it's reality, isn't it? It's reality. And then we converge at the site of the wreckage. Mamaka said something, almost jokingly, but it was also poignant, and said, ah, so this is where my great-great-grandfather uh, started. And these are where his friends are, beneath the waters. Uh, beneath the waters lie not only our histories, but lie, lie the ghosts of those who were adventuring and lost their lives in the process. So it's a very human moment as well. The objective of this excursion is to see if it is possible to see the shipwreck and pick up any artifacts which can be brought to the surface. The archaeological team comprises of Caesar, Salim and two other divers. This site is very important and finding something from this site uh, will actually give Sharifa Muamaka that real connection because this is the point where our ancestors linked the African continent with the Chinese continent. Salim has been Caesar's diving partner of many years. Salim dives in to go and secure a line that will guide their descent and ascent to and from the shipwreck site. Once secured, the divers take the plunge. It's meaningful. It's like looking through a window into history and into a past that has, in a way, also been continuous. And the convergence of Sharifa and the great men who are going under, under the water and the wreck that lies beneath. It's like a meeting of fascinating ghosts, I think. While the Europeans were still running around painted in blue, we are in the place where worlds had already converged, people were trading and, and, and engaged in exchange. Uh, and when we now talk about civilization, we act as if uh, we owe the word civilization uh, to the Occident, which is a lie. And, it's, and quite frankly, it's not their fault, it's ours. After a few moments, the divers resurface momentarily and then dive back into the ocean. Everyone is hopeful the dive will yield ancient artifacts from the shipwreck. After several minutes, the divers abandoned the expedition. Still, uh, our site is still 
buried down there, actually, yes. So we have to move much of the sand now to, to get there. Uh, we have to come for that mission now to dig the site. You know, but we don't have to dig. If we mean to, to work here before the change of monsoons, we have to dig. But if we want, we mean to come and find the site exposed, we have to be here in, in November, October, November. The monsoon will, will sweep it for us. That's for sure. It will be exposed. Fortunately, Salim has found something from the wreckage. Well, I was really hoping to see something from there, but you know, because of the weather or because of the currents in the ocean, it was impossible to find anything. It is not the right moment, but it's okay. As they went down there, they could catch the lobsters. So to me, it was like, wow, this is really nice, even if the lobsters didn't come from my ancestors. But I long for them, you know, like long time I didn't eat lobsters. So to me, it was like, wow, at least I have something to eat and something that was from under there, you know, like even if it's not the porcelain or it's not anything that belongs to the, to the, to the shipwreck. But at least these lobsters will be a remark of something that was from down there. <laughs> Thank you so much to the divers, and we can enjoy the lunch. Yay! Thank you. The other thing about this uh, exquisite island, it's a sensory nature. Um, the culture is a living culture that you can taste in the food, oh my goodness, in the food, in the boats, in the boat building, in the encounter with blacksmiths over fire, um, in the incense and the perfume, and the fact that you have to tilt yourself over to let the donkeys pass. And when you meet a donkey, the donkey has right of way. <laughs> in the dress, in the fishing. Oh my goodness, the fishing culture here. It's a, it's a book. Every single moment is a, is a book of history. As the sun sets and darkness envelops Pate Island, darkening the Swahili seas and the secrets and stories they hold, a new chapter opens up in the quest to unfold Africa's deep histories. The Indian Ocean, our Swahili Sea is less a separator of worlds as much as is a uniter of souls, of places, of people, of cultures, of meaning and time.